Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Oh, here. Nice. Nick Andre, the giant. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is running wild. Welcome to episode 4 of the Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mark Abraham. Once again, I'm being joined this week by my very good friend Ross. Over the next hour, we are going to be having a little bit of a chat about all of the things, good or bad, that I want, he wants, and most importantly, you, our listeners, would like to see brought back into the world of pro wrestling. Check it out. Okay, so um, look who's back. Back again. Rossi's back. Tell your friends. I, I paused that really oddly, didn't I? Back again. Yeah, back again. Well, good, good in, introduction to today's episode. Indeed it is. Nice little segue in, into, into episode four, where we're just going to be looking at... Uh, at some of the things that, that that you want brought back, that I want brought back, that some of the listeners want brought back. I imagine the list's quite long, to be honest. There's been, there has, as always, we are really fortunate on the podcast that we have always got quite a lot of interaction on, uh, on social media. And yes, there has been quite a lot of submissions. I know I've been... Since you kind of give me the the idea for the episode, um, going back however many weeks ago, I it's one of the ones that I've been really looking forward to getting round to because there's loads of things. Because I'm a nostalgia person, as you well know. I this was my idea, was it? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you came up with the episode list, more, I'll, more, I'll, more or less. I'll take that. So. Um, so yeah, but uh, you know, as 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 you know, and you as as I as I explained in the the last podcast, you you know me for a long, long time. So you know kind of how I work and what my my kind of my nuances are and what I I enjoy about wrestling and stuff in general. And you know that I'm I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Mm. So so yeah, the thought of talking about things that are from a bygone era um, mm. and that I want brought back, yeah, that was. That was quite cool. Yeah, oh, that's a great idea. So and we're doing it on we're doing it on WrestleMania week. We are doing it on WrestleMania week, and um, we are just two days away from uh, the showcase of the Immortals. This is the apex of the wrestling calendar, uh, you know. It it, ha- it has to be. It it's it's as I said in episode two, uh, which was the best of WrestleMania uh, one one to ten, which is available for streaming wherever you get your podcast tricks from. Mm-hmm. Nice little subtle plug there for my nice. own show. Um, so yeah, like I said back then, it is it's the it's the World Cup of wrestling. It's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest event on the on on a wrestling fan's calendar. Um, and even though this year has a really weird build, um, as I think that's, a lot po- of, that's polite. Yeah. I think a lot of fans would agree that it's it's been an odd an odd running. This road, yeah, this 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 road to WrestleMania hasn't been one of the most memorable. Um, but it's hard as a wrestling fan 
uh, or a sports entertainment fan, if you're Vince McMahon, part of the, the universe, the WWE universe, it's hard not to still get slightly excited because it's WrestleMania week. Hmm. Yeah. I think I, I, I've got to be honest. I think this is the least excited I've been for WrestleMania um, in a long, long time, uh, which is sad. I'm, you know, I don't say that with any joy, but um, I'm sure there'll be some great matches. You know, coronavirus is a, is a hell of a thing and things have been tough for any, any creative um, outlets, I think to sort of deal with measures and, and things put in place. But we'll see. I mean, we'll still watch it, won't we? So We will. We will still watch it. Um, yeah. And we... And it's... The only thing that I think when you look at mania um, in the COVID era uh, or the Thunderdome era, as they, like, as, as they prefer to coin the phrase... Um, uh, it's it's obviously made then the necessity for WrestleMania to be more accessible um, in terms of how long it is, mm. because I think that it is something that was lost along the way was this 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 grandeur and and everything that goes along with Mania um, and this and, and this seeming like. You know, it's, it's it, it is the biggest event on the wrestling calendar, and it is supposed to be a spectacle. But WrestleMania 35 was unbearably long. Well, I, I just cut you off there because we we might get on to talking about some of this. Yeah, in today's episode, very um, true. On on my point, I don't know about anyone else's, but uh, yeah, should we get cracking? We'll get cracking. So. First off the off the starting uh, blocks. <laughs> you could tell you've never done athletics. I, I've never done athletics. First um, off the uh, starting blocks. The blocks. <laughs> I think they are called blocks. Yeah, yeah, they it's are. Just how long it took you to get starting there. blocks. They are called starting blocks. So what, um, are we, what are we doing? So give me something that you won't put back. Well, all right. Well, I'll kick straight off. What I want brought back is less. Okay. I've been thinking about it. And, and for me, it is the root problem of many other problems from, from my perspective. I just want less content. Right. I'm, I can see where you're going with this. And I, so, I'm kind of on board with this. So, for example, two hours a row. Yep. Two hours of SmackDown. Yep. One hour of NXT. More than ample. There it is. I'm simple. That's, that's, that's your WWE uh, live, live programming week. Yeah. That's all you need. It doesn't, but it stretches further than that because I think that, that's the crux of it, right? Is, is the amount of programming that they put out. But if there was less, the rosters wouldn't be too swollen and you know i hate saying this because these are men and women who are trying you know earning their living and you know it's great that they can they can work for wd but i think we've had the rosters are too big and we care it just dilutes everything um you know we we grew up on much smaller uh, rosters with key characters 
that had limited time on television, so we weren't sick of them. And I think I touched on this last week as well. You know, people's runs were shorter. Um, as I said, I, I'm a I'm a Seth Rollins fan. I think Seth Rollins is great. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big Rollins fan. But when you think about how long he's been around already, um, it's no wonder that you know people grow tired of things or, or gimmicks become stale or angles become stale. And I'm not saying I want Seth Rollins to retire now, but. You know, back in the day, someone might disappear for a few months and the WWE would either allow it or, you know, perhaps they'd go to a different company for a bit and come back. Now, WWE are never going to gamble with that stuff anymore. But I do think that give someone a few months off, you know, let literally let them sit at home. Um, they'll still be making money for you in the, in the shop. They'll still be making money... You know, in video games, well, when they release one again, um, yeah. For me, the the biggest want go back is less, and it's never going to happen. But I, I just start. I was thinking about it earlier, and I, that's the key for me. I think less content, more, because I think it ups the quality as well. It condenses the quality. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's just my theory, but uh, certainly. The biggest thing that stood out to me as a sort of concept of what I want brought back is less. Less is more. Less. Less is less more. Is, less is more, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I do kind of agree to a point because you look at this kind of oversaturation of the market, I suppose, and uh, you, are, you are spoiled for choice. Like, be under no illusion, you know, whether you want to watch WWE or you want to watch AEW or you want to watch Impact Wrestling or, um, you know, Ring of Honor or New Japan or whatever. There, there is a, there is, there is a, a, a plethora of, of options for you. But then in certain, in certain um, corners of the wrestling world, um, like WWE, there is almost this, um, like this hardwired idea that if they just just fill, if they just flood your week with wrestling, that you'll have no option but to watch them. But it's so tepid, you know. Uh, I, I think about iconic moments that used to happen. Um, you know, I saw there was a clip. The other day, I don't know, I was watching something on the network, maybe, or YouTube or Twitter. Um, and it was Austin with the, you know, with the beer spray and the rock and Vince. And you can't get moments like that anymore. Because every if, if a moment like that happened now, it wouldn't be a moment because it would just get lost in this, you know, like I said, over-diluted, over-saturated, um, yeah. Output, I think, and 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 it's the knock-on effect because you have a three-hour roar. Well, we've got to make the um, pay-per-views longer, you know. And then, as as you've touched on in the introduction, WrestleMania, you know, again, I want less. <laughs> if you split it over two nights, I'm fully on board with that. Two yeah. nights, two nights at three hours, I can appreciate that because of all of the the brands that they've got now. They, the the size of the roster, um, I understand that you you 
want two nights. But I like that. It's thinking about it. It's, it's a weekend thing. Um, three to three and a half hours each night, I think, is good. Eight hours in one go, too much. And I think when you look at that, right, when you look at that approach to mania, like for me, right, WrestleMania is, it is that, it is that ultimate platform. And it should be that if you were on the card to WrestleMania, that your match is fully deserving of that yeah. status mm-hmm. and that you have, you have a story to tell. Yeah. And it needs to be told on the grandest stage of them all. And when you look at the older WrestleManias, where they were condensed to three and a half, four hours, even some of the those kind of midpoint ones of like four and a half hours, you were still seeing that every match, every uh, superstar, everyone kind of had a role, a purpose yeah. on, on the broadcast. Whereas now, and for quite a few years, you find that it's almost like panic stations. And it's like, right, well, it's the biggest show of the year. We need to get everybody that signed of us on television in some way. And then you end up then having um, like thrown, like really hastily thrown together, like tag team matches or mm. singles matches or triple threat matches that don't really mean anything um, in the grand scheme of things. So I do think that kind of less is is more. Um, and I, I, I like I, I've been an advocate for quite a while of 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 reducing raw down from three hours back to two. I I've I've no idea what they think that a a a, a... Well, it's, it's the advertising money, isn't it? Oh well yeah. That goes without saying. And you know, I, I understand I when I when I make these observations or criticisms, I understand that these things will never happen. Um, you know, WWE's corporate machine now and, and they have their bottom line and all of that stuff. But yeah, in an ideal world, I think less is more. And I've just realized that we've, we've become very WWE-centric again. But we just, to, just but to broaden it slightly, if you look at something like AEW, exactly. the, alter- like- the alternative that they're offering and the success, you know, I think the fact that there is less is True. really helping them. However, however, are AE- they? AEW Dark. What about AEW Dark? Yeah, AEW Dark's fine. But, but, yeah, but they but, had something like like twenty two advertised matches the other week uh, on yeah. a YouTube show, and I'm thinking, yeah. and I'm like, what? What? What I, what I would say though is, you know, AEW are not going to worry about the amount of content that WWE are putting out, and nor should they. No. Um, but I think what what I was going to say is, as as the alternative, and that's why people love AEW is it is the alternative at the moment. Um. Are they sort of getting close now to running that risk of being too sworn? You know, they've they've told their stories with this cast that they introduced to us for a couple of years. Um, yeah, it's difficult, you know, but but I think keeping the rotation of that cast and people taking a few months out and then coming back and, and this sort of thing, I think it's important to keeping us entertained, and and I don't think there's any any wrestler or celebrity that can hang around you know forever and a day and not get a little steal um with the amount of exposure and screen time that they're having um so i mean you know that might be an odd way to kick this off i know that we are going to talk about some 
some more tangible things now that we want back. Yes. But, but I just thought I'd kick it off with the thing that was really jumping out to me and us, just less stuff. Yeah. Well, I, 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 can get, I can get on board with that. I can get on board. Like last week, last week we had the cabinet. Yes. And the cabinet, I can tell you, was a hit with Great. our listeners. They are, they're a fan of carpentry and craftsmanship. Um, craftsmanship, yeah. Which, which we all know. Um, you know, like we all know that, that any, any fine cabinet... A wrestling cabinet need needs superior craftsmanship. But of course. Um, so, so is it a cabinet again this this week or? A, I a, I, a, I think a, we should stick with a, a cabinet. Bureau. Bureau. A euro. Bureau. Is that a, a bureau? Thing? A bureau. I, That's I a thing, isn't it? It is. It is. It's like a desk. It's like a oh, desk yeah. with a, a little lid. Yeah. Like a pull down down we'll, lid. We'll stick with cabinet. But we stick with a cabinet. So are we saying that we want it? back so we're going to put it in the cabinet so we in want... a kind of a room 101 type way yeah we want less back we want less back okay okay that's an odd thing to say isn't it tonight on raw it's a live three-hour spectacular wrestlemania rewind night Every match, a rematch from a past WrestleMania. Superstars from Raw, ECW, and SmackDown. Undertaker, Batista, Edge, Randy Orton, Triple H, John Cena, Jeff Hardy, Ric Flair, CM Punk, Shawn Michaels, Kane, and the world's largest athlete, The Big Show. Plus, a special appearance by the greatest fighter in the world, Floyd Money Mayweather. All appearing live on one WrestleMania-sized show. Raw, a three-hour event, live tonight at 8 on USA. Do you know what well, I want back? I want to know your, your, what's top of your list. I want individual pay-per-view stages and uh, sets back. Don't we all? I've seen, I, I saw that someone responded on Twitter and said this as well, and, and it's, um, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. I went looking for a photo to use on Twitter and I had in my head kind of a few stages um, and then I got lost. I just got lost on Google. Looking at the old... Just looking at old long sets and then feeling really sad that everything is just one giant HD ready set now. Yeah. Um, And that it has been for quite a while Um, and that now really only... Only with WrestleMania do you get that sense of well opulence and on the grandeur main, and all on the, rest the main of it. Bra- on the main brands on the main brands main roster main brands or, 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 whereas with NXT they you know you know like they've obviously they shake it up they do and the last year obviously which has been really difficult you know with no fans and all the rest of it um, but it's been so cool like seeing them bring out the in your house. I mean, the in, I was more excited for the in your house set just by itself. Yeah, in your the NXT in your house set alone was more exciting to me than WrestleMania this year. Uh, and then, and then you had Halloween Havoc coming back. Yeah, yeah. War Games, War I mean, Games, oh, the Great American Bash. NXT is very much my my brand in that in that sense because it's they. They're clinging on to the traditions that I think 
I just think it's I just think it's a smarter brand, you know. They always talked on there about the key demographics that each show is after and how AEW's good at it and WWE's not good at it. I think NXT, you know, led by Triple H, I think they understand that 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 age bracket now that they're looking for, they they're gonna want those nostalgia pops. Um and and it's a way of doing it. You know, you can't drag out old cheesy gimmicks now because we're probably a generation too far. And by gimmicks, I mean, you know, wrestlers with gimmicks. I was yeah. watching the gimmick Battle Royal. Uh, oh, that's right. Still you, you one know, of my all-time favourites. The truth is you, you'd struggle to do that now, sadly, because, you know, people aren't either aren't with us anymore or um, aren't in a fit state to, to pull that off. We're, we're a generation removed. Um, the bad gimmicks of yesteryear now. Um, are just yeah probably probably too forgettable and not iconic enough you know the mid two thousands and things, yeah. Um, but if you can't do that, what you can do is you can bring back those those yeah nostalgic sort of uh, sets and, and things, and it, it's surprising how much of a difference that makes. It does, and I you know, and I think as someone who has always been attracted to the presentation. I was always really attracted yeah. to the presentation of pro wrestling and the fact that these these monthly pay-per-views, they felt bigger because they were presented as being different. And that mm. wasn't just the fact that they were plugged every week that all oh, this event is coming up. It was that they had their own theme song that was provided by some sort of rock or metal artist who was big at the time mm. they had all the individual specific graphics for the match cards they had a kind of a feeling and a theme about them um and then the stages and the sets were representative of that mm. you know like you look at some of you know like the judgment day sets you have these giant crosses and you know it, it would it would it would basically resemble like this huge graveyard or a cemetery you'd have armageddon mm. and everything would look like a war zone you are you know you are that that, that big I mean, crisp armageddon slam stuff and armageddon had a tank didn't it at some point armageddon had a tank armageddon 99 had um a helicopter oh maybe um, i'm thinking maybe i'm thinking of the helicopter i don't know um, but yeah i mean i you know i, I said they had all week. the cars they had all the cars that were there were yeah, piled up. I mean, look at, uh, look at Armageddon two thousand, Royal Rumble two thousand with the Royal. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, the, one of the most um, car crash, taxi. iconic, iconic WWE sets ever, in my opinion. The Royal Rumble two thousand set, yeah, uh, from the Garden in New York. I know that wrestling Jeebus, um, if he's listening, um, I know, I know for a fact that that is his favorite all-time WWE pay-per-view. I'm, I'm close to being with him on that. I, you know, top of my head, putting on the spot, it, it's really up there for me. It's a great pay-per-view. But then I also know that that set is also one of his favorite. But I can see because it's just, it's just a cool set. And how... It's a cool u- utilization of of the space. Yeah, I mean, I said earlier about these iconic moments. How do you differentiate between anything anymore? If you know everything looks the same. Um, yeah. Okay, with the exception now of what Money in the Bank has got some ladders around the ring. You know. Yeah. Um, it's it, if you're looking at just a hard cam shot, you know what. I suppose nothing would have differentiated back then. But 
yeah, it's it's about finding the um, the sort of iconography within with within what we see, and I I agree with you. I think a big big part of that is the sets. Yes, um, the sets is the is and it's and it's the events um, that would you know that would that would benefit because they had their own personality. The sets yeah. helped with that. Yeah. You weren't relying on oh, it's October. Therefore, it's hell in a cell. Exactly. So, like, we have to call this event hell in a cell. We have to do everything needs to look like hell in a cell, you know, because you had years ago, you had no mercy. Well, it was in October. Yeah. Let So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bang sets in the cabinet. Yes. I said sets there, just to be clear. Yes, because they're, they're, well, no, they're... That sounded they're, really odd yeah, coming in with us. No, no, I... I, I, I right, so we're banging sets in the cabinet. But I will now yes. segue onto something closely related. Right. Which is... I, I do remember it. I haven't forgotten. Which is um, pay-per-views that aren't all... That, that aren't Hell in a Cell, basically. I'll just say that. Pay-per-views Thank that aren't Hell in a Cell. Thank you for that, Moira Rose. Um, um, no, but, you know, Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, uh, Extreme Rules, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. Give us backlash, give us Judgment Day. You know, get in a thesaurus or a dictionary and find a cool word like you used to do and just chuck that on the poster. Exactly. Because I'm sorry... If it's if it's backlash, then you need the swinging hooks. You need the swinging hooks. You need the swinging hooks. It needs to be after WrestleMania, which it I needs, said last week. Yeah, it needs to be after because it makes sense. Yeah. because it's it's the backlash. That was the big one from WrestleMania. Yeah, it, it just makes sense. I mean, bring back the old pay per view calendar. Get rid of put money in the bank at WrestleMania. If yes, because it's can, a WrestleMania tradition then. It is, and I and also, I totally bring back the calendar as it was, and everyone everyone's happy. And everyone's a winner. Just leave us with that. Just put that straight in the cabinet. So I mean, that's done. That was like that's a minute, done. That was a there's, there's So so we put sets, and on the back traditional of that, traditional pay per view calendar. Yes, and are we including fireworks? Oh, pyro has got to be in there because yeah. pyro um, and wrestling have a have a a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, but I but what I'm saying is again, I sort of group those things kind of together. Presentation, old school presentation. Yeah, just sort it out. Is what yeah. we're saying. That's that's the if, basic takeaway yeah. from that. Is sort out your your sets, your pay per view names. Um, yeah, give us individuality, give us uniqueness, you know, give us a reason to turn into those pay-per-views or to, you know, I mean, obviously it's the network now, but people to part with their money and, you know, make it different to Raw and SmackDown. Exactly. Yeah, and not just in length. No. As we established in point one. Now it's going to be Triple H with Vince in his corner and The Rock with Austin 360. Backlash. Stone Cold is going to backlash. The Rock, Stone Cold 
Steve Austin, Triple H, Vince McMahon. The odds are even. The Rattlesnake is back. Will we have a new WWF champion? WWF Backlash, Sunday, April 30th, exclusively on Pay-Per-View. So, something else that I want brought back. So, this is still your list, yeah? Well, it's, we, we, you know, we're going we'll, we'll to jump in everywhere. Yeah. I want Todd Pettengill signed to a Lifetime Legends deal for whatever amount of money that that man wants. I saw, I saw this. I saw that Todd was in there. And I've, I, I mentioned before we started recording, I, I saw that you, you slid Doc in there as well. Doc Hendricks. Doc Hendricks. Doc Hendricks, I mean, a.k.a. Michael PSAs. The, the major difference here is Doc Hendricks is very much still in the company. Um, he is, but so, he's not. Yeah, but he's not Doc Hendricks, is he? He's not Doc Hendricks, no. So um, talk me through Todd. I think what I'm, I'm again, it's all down to that nostalgia side of things. I just think that those, that the backstage interviewers mm. and, you know, where they'd run out to ringside just after a match to catch they, the rest. They still do that, no? A little bit? They may, but if they do, there's nothing about them. Right. And I don't mean that in any disrespect at all, because I, 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 I've no doubt that they're probably lovely people, but they're not like, they're not personalities. Yeah, I think I think this one is is a lot more. They're all kind of interchangeable. Sure, I I, th- I think this one that you're picking is probably a little more subjective than the previous two. It is, it is, and like I said, I you know, and I am willing to go on to Mount Pettengill <laughs> and die on my sword. I mean, what a lot of people don't know is Todd is on your wrestling Mount Rushmore. He he's, he's most definitely yeah. Well, he's well, he's there to interview the faces on my which, which is Undertaker, Ric Flair. Oh, we'll we'll get to my Mount Rushmore in in future right. episodes. But I tell you um, what, if Todd, if Todd ain't on there, then but well, it's SD Jones, obviously, especially obviously, Jones and and, 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 and Todd Pettengill round round out the four. Yeah, but I was so happy when they brought Todd Pettengill back for NXT in your house. Yeah. So there's a, I mean, there's a theme here, isn't there? I mean, an NXT, you know, we're saying bring it back. NXT kind of is bringing this stuff back. Um, I just love nostalgia. Yeah, I think if, if NXT was a completely separate brand to WWE and you had NXT, AEW and WWE. Yeah. I mean, my choice actually is probably NXT most of the time. I just I, I would, just feel like I'd got agree. the balance between the stuff I love about WWE, the main, you know, the mainstream whatever, and the stuff that AEW do. I, I think there's a balance that I find in, in NXT and I think the matches the, the, the matches I've enjoyed most in recent years have been in NXT. Would would you go so far as to say that there are moments when you watch NXT that could easily have been from 15 or 20 years ago? Um, In terms of the feel of it, the presentation, the storytelling. I feel like NXT is more of an updated version of what we grew up on than the main product is. To an an extent. 
why we gravitate so much towards it. Yeah, very possibly. Well, as I said, and you know, this is the, the subject of, of today's episode, but they're bringing that stuff back, and there's a re- and it, it's clever, and it's there's a reason they're doing it. Um, they they they're acknowledging what people want a lot more than than the main roster, should we say, or the main brands um, tend to do. Um, and and Todd Pettengill being brought back was was a really, yeah, was a really sort of clever nod to to those of us who are of that age that. Yeah, fondly remember the, the, the cheesiness. And and this is what's funny. <coughs> the stuff that we're missing is actually probably a bit cheesy. Well, it is. But NXT bring it back. And NXT is not, you know, their that brand isn't cheesy. No, but how it's done, like you said. It's a it's modernized version, in, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, a tip of the hat. Yeah. It's that nostalgic Nod. It's almost it's almost done ironically, but but you know we still dine out on that stuff. So you know, and like I use Todd Pettengill as an example, but like it was exactly the same as when they brought Sean Mooney back. Yes, for all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just like, yeah. I think I think you're yeah. To, I mean, to be a, a bit broader on this, Todd is representing that sort of characterful uh, ringside sort of I mean they've tried it a couple of times they've got you know they've got Sam Roberts in the in the crowd sometimes yeah but yeah again I'm not trying to big up my own point here but <clears throat> they've got so many people doing it they they vary it and they throw it about that we don't become attached to that one person so again in this instance maybe less is more so I watched uh, the 2020 and the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame ceremonies. You did, yeah. And they clogged, and I use that word knowingly, they clogged a lot of time that could have been given to inductees Mm -hmm. because it was like no other Hall of Fame induction, certainly that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just because there wasn't fans, but because they were quite strict... um, time frames and time scales for the inductees to talk Mm. and you felt as though it all needed to be done within an hour and a half but that they wanted to still have those red carpet moments with the stars of today of course um and then that obviously then took away from people like eric bischoff having time which you know because he literally had three minutes and then made a joke about it being three minutes, just like the tag team. Um, but it, it, when when they were backstage, there was just like this conveyor belt of backstage interviewers. And I had no idea who like 75, 80% of them yeah. were. But, but, but again, um, but again I that's my point. That there's, there's so many people for us to keep up with now. Um, that I think we we in turn we we become less attached, and it's the same principle on the roster. Yeah, but this is where you said it's about less. Less is more, yeah. and I think what's more frustrating is because you know that this year the Hall of Fame, etc., it was all pre-recorded. Yeah. So they could have had an assigned backstage red carpet interviewer. Yeah. 
and that's that's their role for for that show. But instead, you've got four, five, however many backstage um, interviewers, personalities, nice, um, who are kind of doing like these 20, 30 second segments with stars. And I'm thinking, where's like, why don't you just ring like just ring Todd? Yeah, yeah. I mean, bring back like Morgan. Doc Hendricks. It is with you know the Doc Hendricks or Michael Hayes is undoubtedly one of the most stylish men in the history of entertainment. Not even sports, and just in entertainment. And you think how amazing he would be backstage in full Doc Hendricks character. Doing the Hall of Fame red carpet. I, I I have no comeback to that. No, and that's why it is. It, it is worth noting that Todd Pettengill's had a pretty successful career on radio. I believe um, he has, from what I so understand. He, I never listened to his radio show, so I wouldn't expect him to listen to my podcast. But Todd, if you're out there, I got a lot of time. A lot of time. Um, you're going to tweet him now, aren't you? Don't think I didn't look for him on Twitter to tag him, but I couldn't uh, find him. He, uh, he's so. So I mean, so so we're putting Todd in individually for yes. the cabinet of things we want right? in his own in the legacy wing of the cabinet. Oh, wow, you yeah. are that's going to be like our own little hall of fame by the time you finish. It's going to be huge. I am both in name and in fandom. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are going to complain that this is called the wrestling podcast, and then realize that it is solely but, about your love for WWE. Uh, but I've got I've I've got some things up my sleeve. All right, okay. I, I do have some things up my sleeve. Hey everybody, this is Todd Pettengill, and we are just days away from having a house party that would make Kitten Play jealous. This Sunday, as the doors to our house remain temporarily closed, the superstars of NXT take over your house with an event 25 years in the making. Will Tommaso Ciampa be able to evict Karrion Cross? Can Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai dethrone the Queen? And with all the lights turned on, the spotlight shines on an undisputed dream in the first ever NXT Backlot Brawl. All these and more knocking on the door Sunday as we take over in your house. I um, did, while we were doing that, that portion there, I did think of something else I want back, but now I've forgotten. Okay. So if you could bring your own or, or maybe we could go to Twitter, uh, that would be good. Yeah, well... Yeah, so we've got, obviously, as I said, we've got a few from Twitter. We're going to go to uh, Kev, Kev from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Kev, the wrestling fan, who you can follow on Twitter, at Kev underscore wrestling. And Kev says, the World Heavyweight Championship, because it's one of the most beautiful titles in WWE history, and it's a title that he grew up with, and it's got a lot of history. That's a great, that's a great um, gonna... And then separately, oh. he'd also said that there's some rules that he'd like to bring back. Because he says they're checking the arm three times before they call a submission, and it is a rarity these days. Mm. And then when I actually thought about it, I thought, you know what? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen someone drop the arm in a long well, there's, time. There's plenty of there's plenty of those, and I think we should break these down into the, the two parts. Number one, the belt, beautiful belt. 
Really it beautiful is. belt, and actually, it's a stunning belt. The big gold is is a is a is a a, a real piece of yeah. art. But I I don't know if you saw this week, but Bret Hart was talking about um, the the winged eagle belt. He, did, said, he said he did. thinks that is the most beautiful belt of all time, and he thinks that the current belt is a piece of shit or something. I, I'm paraphrasing, I think. Um, it's probably not that. I think it was. Off. It was something. It was in that realm. Um, but it's interesting because I think again, there's. We're talking about nostalgia. I think we could. I think we could broaden that to belts in general. Um, I agree. And. And again, I think it's that individuality thing, you know. Um, not a fan of the the tag belts at the moment. Um, Do you know what one of the strangest decisions I personally think that they made in terms of of, of the of the design of the physical uh, championship belt? No, in recent in recent years. People cried out, the Intercontinental Championship needs to be changed oh, up. Don't even... So Cody Rhodes brought back the iconic uh, white as well, because it was gorgeous. The iconic that um, film. 80s and, 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 and for most of the 90s, yeah. IC title. And then, for whatever reason, unbeknownst certainly to me, they changed it into I, I well I do I don't know I don't know the, what the, it, the current it looks thing like awful. It's 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 not a nice yeah. piece of it hardware. doesn't say it doesn't um, say intercontinental. Now that said, I don't hate the current US championship. I still prefer the old one. Yeah, but the intercontinental. Now you mentioned earlier that I gave you ideas for episodes. Yes, one of the ones I wanted. Uh, I want to do with you is the uh, where did where did the something go wrong? And yes. the Intercontinental Belt is top of that list for me because you've mentioned you know just how iconic it was. The days of okay, Warrior isn't the best example of of of, well, of your typical but... Intercontinental Champion, but Warrior, Mister Perfect, Bret Hart. Sean Michaels, Sean Razor. That period, perfect. I said perfect, know. didn't I? You said perfect. perfect. Okay, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and and now you know, I think people talk about getting the rub from you know veterans or, or, or people who've been in the business longer. If the belt remained the same and looked the same, then the yes. current champions would be getting a rub. Just from the connection of those iconic photos, and it yeah. would be that much more of an honor. I do not understand why they felt the need to change it. And I mean, to go back to to Kev's point, the it's the same premise really with the big gold. Um, the only thing there, yeah. of course, is at thirty they unified. Two, now they unified two belts. Were they still using big gold at that point? I can't quite remember. They were. There's, there's, there's that picture of him at the end of thirty holding two belts. Yes, they were. They were actually because the WWE um, World Heavyweight Championship, I'm, I'm Google, as I'm it Google then now. became known. There we go. 
the WWE World Heavyweight Championship singular belt yeah. came about following that in much the same way that the Undisputed Championship came about following WrestleMania 18 when Triple H, uh, you know, that image of Triple H after he beats Jericho and he's got, you know, the Attitude Era WWE title and he's got the World Heavyweight Championship in yeah. his hands. And then the following uh, week on, on Raw, Ric Flair presents him with this brand new Undisputed Championship belt. Um, which they then subsequently have to completely remould and remodel within a matter of about three or four weeks because WWE changed the name. Yeah. But what they've done then, obviously, is the Universal titles come in. And I mean, that's a title mm. without history. Um, would they have been better off just splitting them again? Um, you know, I'm sure we, I mentioned it earlier. I get that. <laughs> They, as a company, are not going to be interested in the thoughts of us <laughs> sat on a podcast <clears throat> in Wales. But they, be, be, because they'll, you know, these decisions will be made for marketing, for merchandising, for all of those different things. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I yeah, completely you know. agree that I think, and it goes back to a point we've touched on a lot, actually, which is individuality iconography and individuality and and as much with the sets the belts play play a similar role and um yes it's it's a shame and i think it is part of perhaps what does turn off um uh, you know our again our generation then of, of viewers um just to bring AEW into this again uh they obviously want to be don't they the, the they kind of want to be the internet wrestling uh, company, should we say? They they want to be the the company that's informed by fans and takes all these sort of nostalgia things on board. Yeah, uh, their belt's quite nice. I don't I don't they, think it's as they, nice as as the classic design. Their world, their world title um, is nice. Well, the TNT. One. Their women's title is not great. Their TNT title is also not great. Um, the fact that it's, you oh, know, no. it's a bit of a that shame. That women's title is very retro, though. It's sort of fabulous. It is very, it is very retro. Mm. It is. It comes across more as like one of those old school, you know, like the boxing yeah. belts, you know. I mean, and, you know. You know, like a WBO or like an IBF title, you know, with all the little bits. I think their the... belts largely are still better than what WWE are doing at the moment. Again, I quite like. I quite oh like yeah, NXT you know stuff. the tag belts. You know the tag belts, as 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 you as you briefly mentioned, the tag belts are are not particularly fun to look at. Um, they don't even look real; they just look like plastic. Yeah. They look um, like coins. The fact, the fact that they went from having the kind of the bronze design on the black leather, and then they just did two identical sets with silver, and then put one red strap and one blue strap on them. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Because I do, I because you know, if you think about it, the when when Raw and SmackDown first split the tag titles back in 2002, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship effectively kept the same shape and look as that classic tag title belt. The Raw tag title 
was a different design again. So it felt yeah. different. And, and and that's it. That you know, it, I think wedge in Raw or SmackDown on the beginning of either of these uh, championships. I think that cheapens it slightly. You know, does it does it matter yeah. that one is called the the World Tag Team and one was called the WWE Tag Team? Like that's kind of nice. And then of course when, when yeah. draft season comes round. Where's where's this belt going to end up? And the same with the Intercontinental in the US. Where's that belt going to end up? And, and exactly, you know, the only the only uh, level of belt I guess that's doing that now is uh, the Universal and the the WWE because um, they effectively are doing the same thing. Albeit the Universal is this brand new spanking thing that they've made a mess of for most <laughs> most of its existence. Yeah, to be fair, it's, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's just been, and they've tried. Don't get me they've wrong, tried. you know, like they've, you know, they've tried, you know, they've put it on people um, that I think they felt would would legitimise it, it, yeah, and elevate. And instead, it was like, oh, oh yeah, that's that belt that Goldberg goes after. When yeah, it's probably it's probably um, in its best place right now uh, with Tribal Chief. So it is, it is the head of the table um, who was doing some stooling, stooling stuff over the last uh, year, yeah. by the way, but. Um, Kev isn't done because Kev. Well, hold on. Off. First off, big gold is going in, but if big gold but if Kev's all right with it, we're going to put the old Intercontinental yep. in there as well. We're going to put the old yep. tag team belts in there as well. Yeah, we're going to put all the old belts in. Yeah, yeah, all right. We'll put the hardcore all, yeah, title. Yeah, better than the twenty-four. We're putting all the old belts in. The European title. Yeah. Going in there. Don't at me. The following contest scheduled for one fall. Um, yes, right, but we, 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 Kev also mentioned uh, about a, some some a, rules, a rule. that he'd like to bring yeah, back, yeah. Such, such as checking the arm yeah. three times. I, I'm and again, I'm with him, I, but I think there's a lot of um little spots like that. Uh, am I right in thinking that yeah. somebody mentioned on Twitter, uh, heels exposing the turnbuckle? Yes, yeah. That's you know that's it's 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 those little things that we became quite used to in matches and that that because this is what I, this is what I love about opening these conversations and having them on Twitter is someone will point to one one thing that then opens up a much wider thing and we've just done it with the belts we did it with set design um, and I think yeah I I think I would bundle those sort of into one one. Package to put in to, to get ready for the nuances, yeah. nuances, storytelling. Yeah, nuances. it's the, the the three. I think I think with the the hand drop thing, I I could be wrong. Yeah, it's just an assumption, but I'm guessing that they think that that's uh, too old school. You're not not believable enough. I can't I can't think of a better reason as to why they might have stopped. Yeah. They they obviously view it as. Something. I mean, you know, if we're talking something like chair shots to the head, I can understand where they've stopped that. Yes, we can. Um, and even and even blood in general, I can understand where they've wanted to stop that. But something like you know these little uh, things, particularly the 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 hand drop. Yeah, I I can't see a good reason for it really. So Kev. Kev has 
uh, added a few more. All right, but but hold on now. What, um, what, what are we doing with yeah. these with these nuances? Well, I think that the nuances... Are we parking it for now? Are we going to come back to it? I think we're it? parking it sim- simply because I don't know so much if they've gone away right. in, in, the, in, in the same way. Okay. The things like sets and torn pedals. So let's park away. it for now. We, I suppose we might return to we'll it. We'll park that. We, we may return we to that. But Kev also says um, that the championship uh, scramble... Uh, it's a match that he really liked watching as a kid. It was a fun concept, and he'd like to see them implemented in today's climate for some of today's stars because they are very rare matches. You don't see a lot of championship yeah, I did, scrambles. I did see that listed as well. Um, um, and and then he mentions about GM mode. In I mean, WWE games will as being a, a masters is one of the most fun game modes. It's perfect for today's age where uh, where everyone wants to book. We'll get to GM mode. I mean, GM mode. I, I think that that is probably the cherry on the the cake of this episode, personally. Um, for you, well, most definitely for you. I mean, uh, Kev plays EWR or TEW, uh, both great games if you're into booking, just an FYI. Um, <clears throat> but yes, Championship Scramble, let's, let's touch on each of them. Championship Scramble. Now, I've got to be honest, I saw that on Twitter. I remember them being a thing. I don't remember what happened. Can you explain? So, yeah, so the championship scramble, um, kind of like the methodology behind it is that you basically put a title up um, over the course of a set time limit, so like 30 minutes or whatever. And the title can change. Yes, I do remember them, yeah. With within that time limit, and then whoever is 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 currently holding the title at the end of that time limit is the champion. I like that. Um, you know they've had kind of you know they've had uh, you know once like the WWE title back in Unforgiven '99. Um, they had the hard I had I had a uh, hardcore battle royal. Uh, the yeah the the hardcore invitational that they called it a WrestleMania yeah. 16. But in in effect, it, it was a championship yeah. scramble match because it had a time limit and it and it bounced about obviously throughout the yeah. I remember match. I remember both of those now. Yeah, okay. So no, I agree. I think they're great match types. And again, that's the type of thing I can see working really well on NXT. Yeah, uh, but again, I, I mean, yes, I, I just like NXT. Clearly, I'm like, oh yeah, I'd be interested in that if it was on NXT. Um. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm happy for the championship scramble to wedge a little place in there. And yeah. And then and then GM mode. I mean, right, before we get to GM mode, are, are there more? Have we got more to read out? We have got more to read out. And I know how passionate you are about GM mode. So shall I read some more yeah. first? Um, simply because I know just how passionate I mean, you are about, about don't over- uh, booking... Fantasy I won't go off on one, but I do think that GM mode is, is something. This would be really good if we were being sponsored by uh, WWE 2K22. Yeah. Uh, not. Yeah, 22. Then. So, Dom Puro Reso, um, or at that Buddy Gray, uh, his display photo is of everyone's favourite 
uh, wrestling promoter Tony oh, Khan. Yeah. Uh, and he's act- and he is actually people's favorite promoter. Yeah, he's won the awards. Um, so he said, "Fan club items. I used to love these things when I was a kid, and I carried my wallet ID membership card everywhere. It would be great if AEW launched something similarly cheesy, but for adults." And then he put some really cool photos um, of stuff like his fan club reg- uh, reservation form. Um, and there's uh, like the cassette that you'd get with all the different, uh, like the, you know, like the music of, of, of superstars oh, yeah. and, uh, and, and interviews. So that's, I, 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 quite, I quite like that. I think the nearest these days they get, it isn't so much a membership, but I know that they do those kind of those special collectors boxes in WWE shop um, where they pick a, a, a legend and they do like a, a limited run of, of boxes, you know, with kind of artwork and special t-shirts. And like wrestle crates. Yeah. Wrestle crates. I know the WWE does do one of, of those wrestle crates. Can I just check? Uh, like how Can I just check? You know? Are we lagging again? Yeah, not that I, I feel like I'm... Of. I I would I wouldn't I wouldn't know until just a uh, warning. Just a warning. Then, <laughs> we may well be lagging again. Um, I feel like I'm interrupting you a bit, so apologies if I am. But yes, wrestle okay. wrestle okay. Yeah, um, wrestle Um At next to the aisle, um, and he says the superstar hotline. Yeah. Uh, talk to the wrestlers straight after matches, and he also wants to see a proper King of the Ring pay per view where the winner uh, faces off against the previous year's king, which oh, is quite yeah. a cool, a cool little uh, thing. And he says, "Hell, a Queen of the Ring would also be great," and I definitely agree with that because I think it's. I think Queen, queen of, the of the Ring would be such an easy. I mean, firstly, King of the Ring. Don't need to talk about it. I think, bam, get it straight in the cabinet, but. I, I, what I would want with that is the caveat that it means something, um, and I think I think that's a nice way of doing it. Actually, is facing off against the previous year's champion, um, or yeah, what I what I always like to do to add these things is if you win King of the Ring, you then face uh, whoever the <coughs> champion is at ideally SummerSlam for me. Well, that's what they did. That's what they did in in two versions. But, but that's what should you be know. the rule, and that was that's rock and brawl you know. you're talking about, right? It was, yeah, because it was the whole thing was that the winner of the King of the Ring was going to have an undisputed title shot at think... Samson, um, and 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 it instantly just made that King of the Ring um, kind of crown far far more desirable. I think. I I just think. These little plot points through the year, I think, are important to tell in the story. And you know, the Royal Rumble, you get a shot at WrestleMania. King of the Ring, SummerSlam, great. As I've said to you before, yeah. Andre the Giant Battle Royal has always been just a bit of a nothing throwaway match. But yeah. put a title shot in there and have somebody who doesn't otherwise have a match on WrestleMania have them win. And have a really random title shot the next month. Why not have something a bit different? Someone really, you know, a star-making moment. Um, the best example was Cesaro winning it in, in WrestleMania 30. Um, 
if he'd had a title at that point, I think that, uh, sorry, a title shot at that point, I think that would have been great. And at that time, it would have been Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. I mean, can you imagine? Well, yeah, which would have been just like... But I'm going on a tangent. King King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring, yeah, massively uh, intrigued by that being brought back. And again, done well. What annoys me about it is when they do bring it back, and they do occasionally, they think, oh, we'd do that for a laugh. Just because they're called King of the Ring doesn't mean they have to dress like a mid medieval king from England. Um, no, well, not not for the no, duration of time. You know that they do. Bad News Barrett didn't need to become King Barrett, in my opinion. Um, he could, I mean, maybe no. put a crown on. Um, you know, but yeah, King Corbin as as, as well, said, they brought they brought uh, it back for that, out. and I mean they, they they don't have to be known as King Brock Lesnar was never known as King Brock Lesnar in two thousand and two. No. Um, Stone Cold wasn't known as King Austin. You know, it doesn't. You don't need to dine out on that king thing. Um, but I, I agree. And talking yeah. about sets as we did earlier, big chair, the big chair, the big yeah, the big throne. Yeah, it's was, called a throne. It was epic. Uh, what's that? Big chair. <laughs> um, that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, king of the Rings, straight in there. Yeah. Fabled history and heralded past. I cannot believe this moment right here. The King of the Ring. Kings become champions. You win the King of the Ring, you become an immediate player. And champions become legends. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Eight men on the verge of superstardom. Only one will be crowned King. Boy, a lot of emotions running high here tonight. Okay. At DJ Sarge, um, he he says cutting promos backstage retro style. Um, so I'm taking that he's on about when they used to do like those little kind of in-screen ones. <laughs> that was, used to do those coming back would be brilliant. We, we're talking I, like I, late eighties, early nineties style. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm which I'm 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 a, I am a fan of those. And, yeah, um, we've got. Um, can I just say? Can I just say on that one, whether it's whether yeah. it's the little boxes that pop up or not, the old Mean Gene interviews, like filmed as they were, you know, brilliant. Those those yes. are what I'd love to come back. But sadly, obviously, Mean Gene won't, yes. won't be around anymore. But uh, yeah, no. But you know, but then that's and I'm not saying that he's a, a same level replacement. That's where you get caught. You can always ring Todd. Um, so Jared, uh, at Guitars and Vinyl, uh, Jared uh, says, good commentary. Wow, soon. Um, I'm, to- I'm talking Brain Monsoon uh, and Ross and Lawler quality. There's only so many times that we can hear, oh my, and that yeah. was vintage. Um, now, Jared has also taken no prisoners whatsoever. Because Jared has actually um, done a bit of, um, he's done a bit of Photoshop, and he's 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 created a Michael Cole in your pocket. Oh, wow. um, so it's one of those little, uh, like those little sound players that kind of have the little buttons, and they just play the same yeah. six sounds. Um, and the six sounds are 
Oh my. Vintage. You've got to be kidding. Could it be? It's boss time and the big dog. I I mean, they could actually sell that on WWE Shop. I'm, I'm really surprised that they haven't, to be honest. But yeah, I, um, I, 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 I totally agree with that sentiment as well. I think commentary is... It's changed. Um, Monsoon and Brain, just fantastic. I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, Monsoon and Jesse. Agreed. But also, I mean, the brain, just in general. I mean, when you go back and listen to his yeah. one-liners, my goodness. You know, and then you get into an entire, you know, and we're what? We're like 60-odd minutes in. So it's dangerous me me even saying this word at this point. But then you start looking at managers. Well, and... yeah, I mean, it, sorry. You know, I said I forgot one. Managers, that was it. Yeah, managers, 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 managers done right. I think is is such an important thing, <clears throat> and you know the commentary thing overlaps there because in Bobby the Brain you had one of the best color commentators of all time and one of the best managers of all time, uh, and I'm I and I mentioned it last agree. week. Um, I think it's something that the Miz could. I think the Miz could probably fit either of those roles. Just a just a, an interesting comparison. I watched WrestleMania 17 recently, as I mentioned. Paul Heyman, yeah, fantastic color commentator, fantastic, yeah, manager. fantastic manager. And it's, I, I think more effort could be put into finding those people. You know, they put so much effort into finding finding new workers, should we say, wrestlers, um, for the performance center. But they have that facility. They should be breeding valets and managers and and there's no shame in taking that role within wrestling you could be you could be an aspiring actor for example or television presenter and and use your skills to lean into those roles and i think it would add so much more to to the narrative that's missing in wrestling um you know they're doing it at the moment with scarlet aren't they and, and uh carrion cross yeah which is really nice. I think I, I like the way they're doing that, and I know, I think they're kind of doing it with Alexa Bliss and and uh, the Fiend. But I mean, well, yeah, you know. But then they're also, you know, they're also then they're utilizing uh, talent, yeah, the right way. Like uh, whether people want to agree or not, um, it's my opinion, and okay. I'm going to stick by it. Um, Jake the yeah. Snake Roberts. And Lance Archer, yeah. or Lance Hoyt. Yeah. Well, again, on AEW, such such a fantastic. This is pairing. this is the primest of examples of AEW listening to what people want and what 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 is and and observing themselves. Yeah. What is missed? It, you know, you know, um, Tully yeah. Blanchard. A, <laughs> Tully Blanchard. That's a really being... odd way you said Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Telly Blanchard, um, you know, first with yeah. Sean Spears, um, the and then um, obviously taking over, you know, the, the tag team. team ranks and going, you know, and it's, it's and it's it again, but it's 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 that cleverness to mix but are you, the nostalgia. Are you aware of the pinnacle, which is the new? Yeah, I am um, aware. Well, of what I like about it is. The examples you've got in AEW there, you've got different types of managers as well. 
Arn Anderson being yes. a coach to Cody and being like sort of elder stage. Yeah. I mean, just great. And it just opens up so many different um, storyline options. For you. One of the, one of the big things I remember as a kid, I'll, I'll keep this brief, but one of the big things I remember as a kid that I really worried about was uh, survivor series 96 and Shawn Michaels had was it Jose, Jose Lothario. I made that up. Yes. That was his name. Yeah, no, Jose, Jose yeah. Um, and he got and Sid got the camera, hit him in the chest. Oh my goodness, is Jose Lothario having a heart attack? Don't know. Then he comes back at Royal Rumble '97, and they, you know, that that wonderful moment. But yeah, you just open up so many different storylines by including uh, peri- peripheral, but the peripheral characters and... as well. You know. Well, yeah, because you are talking about. A a a, 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 an athletic yeah. soap opera, and you think to yourself, it, it, you know, you, you can't just rely on your main stars every single time no. to pull you through, because on occasion, um, you will need that supporting cast. It's funny that you say, um about Survivor Series 1986. Because while, when I've been thinking about that, do you know that of the seven matches, and that's including a, uh, you know, like a dark match in there as well, um, every single match had a manager wow. or a valley. How did you pull that stat out? So you, so you look back, right, and you look at... Uh, the first match, um, which was a Survivor Series match, but the Iron oh. Sheik and Uncle yeah. Zebekaya were were on the um, one team. You had Hillbilly Jim on the side of Doug Furness, Henry Godwin, Phil yeah. Lafon, and Phineas Godwin. When you had the Bulldog, Leaf Cassidy, Martin, Jeanette, you know, and Hardware, Clarence Mason in their corner. The Undertaker, Mankind, Paul Bear, yeah, Shark that, Cage yeah. above the ring in Madison Square Garden. Mark Merrill came down to the ring with Sable. Goldust yeah. had Marlena. Um, Vader had Jim Cornette. And like you said, Shawn Michaels had Jose Lothario. You know, so every 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 match, with the exception of, 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 of Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, they all had yeah. and you... people in their corner. So I think, you know, that you can't underestimate uh, a manager's importance. You look at some of the big, you know, those 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 massive matches, even in, in you know, because it's WrestleMania week, if you go back to WrestleMania, WrestleMania 3, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had George Yarn yeah. Steel in his corner, Macho Man had Elizabeth, Under the Giant yeah. had Bobby the Brain Heater. The- they're, they're major supporters just... in you know in the biggest matches. I mean, Triple H. Some of Triple H's best work was when he had Stephanie by his side. Um, and and again, well, of course, and it allows you. Yeah, to and do again, so that wasn't more. just your stereotypical. Oh, here's a manager, and you know, or you know, it was they were a power couple. That's another. That's another slant to but take it's... it in. You can take them in all these different ways if you just add that supporting cast. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, couldn't agree more. Just very quickly, I mean, managers are going in. If, if I'm in. You listen to me, you go to the top. You don't listen to me, you're never heard from again. 
managed to quickly, go. You touched on Survivor Series as well. Survivor Series matches that yeah. traditional, traditional, traditional yeah, teams. You know, like the Ultimate Warriors. Is that what they were called? The Ultimate Warriors. I mean, yes. yeah. Yeah, so like traditional teams with yeah. teams and, and you know, maybe corny. they all dress the same for the night, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the King's Court yeah. I mean, and all, the all of that. All, all that, that is right up there on my list as well. Okay. Well, I think that they they just They're automatically get yeah. a pass. Because um, I'm a big... I, 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 I got a soft spot yeah. for Survivor Series. Um, so, yeah, so we've got... Some of those, Ollie um, at Def Bear. Um, Ollie says, "Just wrestlers selling moves. Great storytelling, both in yeah. and out of the ring." Um, he thinks um, that today's wrestling is uh, is 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 like a spot fest. It's more like Cirque yeah. du Soleil. Um, he'd like more of the old style and less of the new style. So again, maybe we're coming back to that idea. I agree. Less I agree. More. Um, and. Um, and yeah, so there's that. Uh, um, we also had, we also had Guto, um, who is one of our newer followers, and and he's at GW underscore Res Fan, and uh, he is the Powerbomb Connoisseur, um, but he's also mm-hmm. from North Wales, uh, and he is a fan of hashtag mm-hmm. Reslo, um, and. He just asked the question earlier. Two words with a question mark. Smackdown, Smackdown fist. fist. I mean, this this always comes up, doesn't it? The Smackdown Fist. Smackdown Fist. Uh, for me, I'm not even oh, discussing it. it. It's, it's in. The, and the it's cabinet, not just in. It's, it's, cabinet it's punching. It's punching. It's, yeah. Of a Smackdown yeah. Fist. Yeah. Yeah. The fist is coming through the shattered glass Love of it. the cabinet front. It's in. But I, I, um, I just want to love the SmackDown Fist. Nothing made me happier as a kid um, than finding out that you could climb onto the SmackDown Fist on the SmackDown games. Could you? I don't think. And I dive off it. Yes. I now might have to get the old game. Yes. A lot yes, of love for the old SmackDown set as well. Um, just quickly, I want to put that. Out there. Yeah, I do. Well, it's again, it's, it's it's down to the sets, it's the nostalgia. They're all things that we, that we know for a fact. Um, that we just it's love. Just the we love to to make everything its own thing. That's yeah. that's the overriding. It is, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah. So those are, like I said, just some of the uh, the contributions that we've had. Um, you know, because we've had, you know, like I said, we've had a lot. Sam, uh, Marshall. Um, Who's at the real Sam Fram? Sam just is such a a, a a really off off the wall one, but it's one that yeah, I can get behind that. Random crossovers with UK <laughs> game shows, like when came on episode of the weakest link. I do remember that. Um, and he thinks that Brock Lesnar on the chase would make for good TV. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I imagine it would be someone more like the New Day. Um, they they put those. I I don't think Lesnar gets out of bed for less than a million. So, um, <clears throat> well, yeah, but then you don't know what that chase at no, all. That's true. You know, you it's don't true. know what the high offer. What a, what a stadium that would be. The Beast isn't one of the chase that people call the Beast. 
No, beast versus the beast. They are. They are. Uh, yeah, agreed. But um, but yeah. Welcome to a special WWF edition of the Weakest Link. First question is for $1,000. Start the clock. Rudy Giuliani. Correct. Simon and Garfunkel. Correct. Down. Correct. Mary. Correct. Cherokee. Correct. D. Correct. Bullseye. Correct. Ocean 11. No, Ocean's 11. It's time to reveal who you think is the weakest link. Goodbye. 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 Stone Cold. Why should we know you? What? Goodbye. Kane and Bubba, after five questions, your scores are tied. So, Kane and Bubba, let's play Sudden Death. Kane, what tennis player survived a stabbing attack and went on to win the 1996 Australian Open? Monica Sellers. That is the correct answer. Bubba, who is the current US Attorney General? Janet Reno. No, John Ashcroft. That means, Kane, you are tonight's strongest link. Bye. Will Kane be the strongest link tonight? So, uh, apologies to those who we haven't got to again, I'm guessing, because, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I should I should also, um, while it's in my head, because I actually, when I was looking back through some of the tweets and I save them in my photo album on my phone because I, I it's can just hear, as I can easy as that way I'm just trying to scroll in. Um, I, came ac- I came across um, some photos that I was sent um, from a mutual friend of ours um, and I did promise uh, three weeks ago uh, that I would do this and I didn't do it last week. Um, so I would, um, and like this isn't going to mean anything for any other viewers, uh, viewers or listeners, uh, but I would like um, just to congratulate um, one of our very, very close and best friends, Matthew, um, and his and his partner Kirsty on on the birth of their little WrestleMania season baby, uh, Isabel Sophia Harris. So welcome to the world, Isabel. So I just thought I'd like to put that out because I did say that I would I would give little Isabel nice. a, a shout. On he's, the show. Got, he's got to listen to like one hour Sorry. of that now. Um, so, he is, but I know that when he gets to this part, I can almost oh, we'll, I can we'll see him. the grin. We'll test I can, him I can, um, and see whether he, he actually does yeah. hang in there. But um, just to finish off then, I will say GM mode is going in. Uh, I'm not going to go into it in more depth now, but GM mode and no. just a good GM mode game. AWR coming out with one. I'm not sure I like the look of it, but I'll give it a try. Uh, GM mode is definitely in the cabinet with the fist coming through. Um, but I think we should probably wrap it up, shouldn't we? We should wrap it up. Um, so we've got two, two cabinets. cabinets. Made. What is uh, what is the subject next week? So the subject next week um, is 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 very much a, a a a little a little guest. We've got a guest right. on the show, um, and, and it's go, and it's going it's going to be entitled in in the words of some of the all time great uh, interviewers, my guest at this time, uh, and yeah, we'll we'll be having a wrestling personality uh, joining us to have right. a little chat next week. And uh, and yeah, so keep your eyes on Twitter because more will be Very revealed exciting. during the week. 
Um, I didn't sound excited there, but very excited. But yeah, it is. Uh, and yeah, I think it's more maddening that you're not more more excited because you did, as I keep saying, yeah, but okay, I, was... I, I kicked the podcast off, but you, but you did but I... give me the episode list. And I, I am simply I working on that episode yeah, list. Okay, I was caught off guard with, with that being the answer. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. We look forward to it. All right. Yes, we do. So, yes. So we hope uh, once again that you enjoyed. We hope that you could appreciate some of what we wanted to, uh, to, to bring back. And if you're mad at us um, for missing something out, do tweet the wrestling podcast um, and call, call us names yes. if you want. Call us anything you want, as long as you hit the follow yeah. and subscribe yeah. button as well. Um, but yeah, no, we hope that you've you you you've enjoyed the last uh, hour and twenty. I I most definitely have once again. Thank you very okay. much, Ross, for joining me, and we will see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Wrestling Podcast. As always, you can continue to join the conversation with us on any of our social media platforms we can be found on twitter facebook and instagram by searching for the handle at the wrestling pc you can also drop us an email at ask the wrestling podcast at gmail.com until next time stay safe every week